0: Welcome to Podcast. I'm your host, John Potts. Thanks for joining me today. I've had a good week and I hope you have as well. I purchased a real microphone to record my podcast, so I'm no longer holding my phone next to my ear as I try to record. I hope the new sound makes the episodes more enjoyable for you. It's the start of a new year. Maybe you've made some resolutions to get rid of some unsavory things that have a hold on you. In my life through the years, I felt God convicting me of some of my own bad habits that needed to go. Some were easier than others, and then there was one or two that felt like I was losing a friend or a part of myself in the process. Unfortunately, some of you may relate. As a disclaimer, before diving deeper, I want to point out that these habits I gave up were things I felt God showed to me after I prayed consistently for Him to reveal to me things that hindered my walk with Him. As a believer yourself, you still may take part in some of these things I've decided to let go of. And my hope is that your attitude is the same as mine was back then, being open to allowing that work to take place in your heart. When Rita and I first began dating, I drank, I smoked. And I dipped tobacco. When our relationship was in its early stages, Rita told me she couldn't see herself being with someone who drank. So I quit. Shortly thereafter, I quit smoking too. But I did hold on to that dip. I want to point out something about the way my wife handled that. She saw something in me that she felt was a deal breaker. And rather than overlook it and hope she could change me, She was honest from the start. Handling it any other way is not healthy. And I think all too often people go into relationships noticing things that need to be addressed but proceed anyway, thinking they can change or adjust those things. Most times you can't, and that only leads to resentment. After we married, we started going to church. I came to Salvation in Christ when I was 8 years old, but I hadn't regularly attended since I'd been in my early teens. It didn't take long before I really felt my relationship with the Lord growing again. I found myself wanting to be the man God created me to be. I had long known I needed to stop dipping that skull. But I started dipping when I was 14 years old. It definitely had its hooks in me. And I'd failed in quitting countless times. In early May of 2005, on the way home from a family reunion, My wife and I drove by a house that was for sale that we had learned of earlier in the week. We fell in love with it and bought it not too many days later. It was the first home we purchased as a couple. When we bought that house, Rita was pregnant with our second child, Aaron. I felt that it was time for me to stop dipping. I didn't want another child of mine to be born while I had that in my life. I thought it was bad enough that my other children had already seen me doing it. I was determined that that this new child would never associate that with me. We had already moved into the new place, but there was still a lot to unpack. I had planned on unboxing some stuff when I got home from work on Friday night. Back then, I worked a straight second shift, and I got home around midnight, or shortly thereafter. A lot of the boxes were in the garage, and I figured I could work out there and not bother Rita. I'd gone the entire work week without having one dip, And I was going to have one that Friday night while unpacking. If you're hoping to learn the logic behind that choice, I still don't know myself. I think I was only fooling myself. I apparently hadn't totally committed to the idea of quitting. When I got home, I'd only been working for a little while when she came out to the garage. Not wanting to let her know I had intended on having a dip, I was annoyed she was awake and out there with me. I wasn't going to do it in front of her because she was so proud that I had gone all week. So I started taking taking my frustration out on her, so much so that she was on the verge of tears and asking what was wrong with me. Something I've learned about myself is I would rather do most anything than admit I have a blind spot to something or admit that I'm vulnerable. So when I feel that coming on, I immediately default to being angry. When Reed asked me what was wrong, I instantly thought of the honest answer, but I wasn't ready to give it. So I gave the requisite responses of nothing, and I don't know. She continued to hang around the garage, trying to help me unpack, all the while taking the brunt of my childish attempt to mask the true issue. I looked at her, tears welling up in her eyes, my beautiful wife with that precious baby bump. When they say a pregnant woman is glowing, I never really understood that till I saw her when she was carrying our girls. To this day, photos of her during those special nine-month windows completely undo me. I thought about how not too many years prior to that, she had given me a chance. Me, a guy with nothing to offer her but love and the baggage of a previously failed marriage and all of the collateral damage that goes along with it. I couldn't hurt her like this. So reluctantly, I told her how I'd planned to reward myself with a dip, but I couldn't do it in front of her, and I asked her to just go inside. She told me she wasn't going to. She couldn't. She said, I love you too much to just go inside and let you do that. If you want to do it, you're going to have to do it with me out here with you. That's when I broke. I began crying as I told her how weak I felt against this addiction. I tried for years to give it up, but I couldn't. I told her she just didn't know what it was like to have something have that much of a grip on you. I laid it all out. Not only was I telling her how powerless I felt against that, but even uttering those words, I felt like a small, helpless child standing in front of her. I thought she must think I'm so weak because I sure felt like I was. She encouraged me and told me I could do it. I had that can of dip in my hand, and I chucked it out into the woods behind the house, and I never had another one. Now, not too long after quitting dipping, I went to a men's retreat facilitated by some guys at church, and I noticed several of them were dipping. I was angry, not at them, but at God. In my heart, I was thinking it wasn't fair that they were allowed to do that. And I'd been handed that conviction to stop. It was at that moment I felt God telling me not to concern myself with their actions, their obedience, or anything like that. To just rest in my obedience. I wasn't to concern myself with their hearts, just mine and mine alone. Through the years, God has continually reminded me of that when I'm tempted to dissect the actions of other believers. All these years after that night in our garage, when my wife stood between me and the enemy, I can still recall nearly every detail. Up to that moment, I can't think of a time when someone went to bat for me like that. I knew then she truly loved me. That was one of those times in our relationship that a strong foundation was built on. And we continue to strive for that kind of honesty and openness today. That night I took a leap, laying out all those thoughts, fears, and vulnerabilities She reacted kindly and out of love. Her reaction to that moment dictated so much more than that conversation. It cut a path for everyone that followed. I think sometimes as spouses we fail to realize a lot of the things we complain about come as a result of our own actions. If she had mocked me that night, I wouldn't feel comfortable having honest conversations about my emotions going forward. I end all of my episodes with a call to be better today. That actually was born out of my experience with giving up this dip. The pressure of saying I quit for good was too great. So for months, I just said I wasn't going to have one today. I bet I was working on a year without one before I could finally tell people that I quit. If you're struggling with letting go of something, a bad habit, a hurt, negativity, whatever it may be, and the pressure to give in is too great, just do what I do be better today. Until next time.